Tantra describes the energy of the universe as being nothing but pure vibration and light. Uh, for those of you who have come to the mantra evening, there is a little explanation that I give about how the universe is created. And if you haven't come to the mantra evening, you should. <laughs> It'll be another one on April 3rd. Um, but the way that the universe works is Shiva, the witnessing consciousness, as masculine principle, he gets to come up with the idea of the universe. That's something else he does other than just witness. But he says, today we will create a universe. And the idea is thrown out into consciousness. And the Shakti takes the idea and creates it exactly as he imagined. Now, before the universe is created, you can imagine consciousness as being a still glass lake. Nothing is happening. Nothing is moving. As soon as the idea arises to create the universe, the seed is dropped into that lake and ripples begin to move out. And those ripples are vibrations. And this whole unfolding of light and vibration begins to happen. And over time, it becomes very complex. It moves out into lots of different things. So it's when, when Shiva imagines the universe, it's a very complex thought. <laughs> You know, we think about, you know, creating something, I'll, I'll think I'll build a birdhouse. You know, we have, we have this little idea of our birdhouse, we may even have a schematic over here on the left side. Now, you know, he creates the schematic and gives it to Shakti, and she creates it exactly as he imagined it. But, you know, he is imagining the entire, you know, beginning of the universe to the, the end of the universe in a flash. So it's a very, it's a much more complex thought than what we would normally have as a thought. But that thought goes in, the ripples begin to happen, the unfolding happens, and this is happening at a very, very subtle level of energy and consciousness. As that energy continues to ripple and move, it starts to slow down, and it brings us finally down through the experiences that we would think of as being our soul, our thoughts, our emotions, and finally into our physical body. And so when it starts to slow down, when the energy slow down, it creates physicality. And that is kind of how we get here. But we are wanting with Tantra to understand that, that that's how it happens. And there is a very nice, um, complex, yet simple layout of how that process takes place that you would work with as you, as you move into some of the deeper teachings. But you want to understand that that's basically what happens. And now we want to reverse the process. Consciousness has brought me down into this physical experience. It has conditioned me to look at this physical experience as if it is the truth. And now somewhere along the way, a spark or a seed has been planted that has suggested that maybe something is different. Maybe this isn't quite true. And I get invited to some spiritual path, maybe Tantra. And I begin to explore the idea that there may be something deeper about the truth of who I am. If you undertake the tantric path at whatever level, all of the practices are about undoing the conditioning that we have. Undoing the ideas that this is the reality. That I am the body. I am the emotions. I am the mind. That I am even at the highest pinnacle, that I am even an individual soul. Tantra says that none of those things are really true. That you, like myself, are the supreme consciousness. You are God, you are the absolute. 
There is no separation between any of us. It is the illusion that I am me and you are you that prevents us from seeing the truth. And if we can uncondition our awareness, uncondition our mind, then we will start to expand into greater and greater ability to perceive the larger reality, which is that everything is consciousness. That everything that we see and feel is the power of consciousness. And that there is not a group of individuals sitting in this room, but there are ripples of vibration happening within consciousness. And it is our inability to let go of that notion that prevents us from having the love and the joy and the bliss that we are really seeking because all of those things that we want as permanent reality are our true nature and we're looking the other way. And that is the overview of kind of how Tantra wants to take you back or where Tantra wants to take you. And there are lots of different methods of doing this, of different tools to start freeing the conditions of the mind, different tools to start opening and awakening a different relationship to energy, a different relationship to movement, so that you can begin to experience, even at the most small level, what reality really is, that there's just this vibration of energy that's moving through me. And it is our identification with this world and the different patterns that we have karmically, the fears that arise in us, the places that we suppress because we're ashamed of some particular aspect or thought that we have, where we stop the movement of energy. And so a lot of the beginning techniques are about learning to free suppressed energy, learning to understand that it's not that I really have anything to be ashamed of. There's just this karmic pattern in me that causes me to feel shame around this particular thing. I am really this supreme consciousness, even though I may not fully know it now. There's some part of me that says, this kind of makes sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with this for a while and see what happens. And when I allow myself, even for a moment, to be just the witness of consciousness, then the energy that flows through me becomes an energetic pattern that moves through me, not something that I identify with as myself. I'm no longer the shame, I'm no longer the anger, and I'm no longer the joy. I am the witness of movements of energy within consciousness. I am Shiva experiencing Shakti moving through me. And in the beginning, we have to take small steps. It doesn't last. We have to find ways to get ourselves into that state and to allow the energy to move. And when the energy moves and we're able to really experience it as nothing but energy moving through us, even though it will still look like shame for a moment, we allow the shame to rise up. It expresses itself as energy. We don't hold any kind of attachment to it and the karma is released. As long as you identify with, resist, or judge the experience that you're having, no matter what it is, you will continue to add to the karmic burden. It is only when you're able to, to get detached enough to allow it to move through you as energy that you are able to release it and shift it.